Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 10, aka Episode X. In this episode, JFG Ash is still waiting for games. JFG Alex gets to play Project Cars in game. Nobody knows what Konami are playing at. And finally, standalone DLC is awesome. So, sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and if not, I'll give up. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 10. And uh, I am Alex, and I'm joined, as always, by child genius, retired astronaut, renowned philanthropist, <laughs> and lover of the colour beige, Ash is here. Hello, Ash. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Not too bad, buddy. How are you? What have you been up to? Fixing my phone, innit? Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Was it broken? Um, yeah. I had an error from Google saying I couldn't update because some reason why, and... So I just decided to format it and install the latest version of uh, Android, which is a lot better. It's very nice. Sweet, buddy. Yeah, it took me about five hours to get it working, but I got, <laughs> Jesus. I, I got there, you know. I had some issues, you know. The, I think I formatted it about six times. I had some issues um, installing the G apps or Google apps. Um, for some reason, it wouldn't... I, in, I installed all of them apart from the uh, the store, and I was like, "Yeah, kind of need that to, you know." You're gonna get want apps. that store. I'm gonna want that to get all my stuff back. Uh, but I got it in the <laughs> yeah. end. I think it's uh, just gone midnight, and uh, yeah, I'm really impressed with like the new lollipop. Actually, is is very slick and smooth, and runs very nice, well on my man. Nexus Four. I must say. Which yeah, is I've got um, quite old. I've got an upgrade at the end of the month, so. Um, it's- decision time for me too yeah I definitely recommend it buddy I was nobbing about at Blue Water yesterday and bumped into a Sony rep in the three store there and he was showing me all their new phones that aren't out yet because he just carries them around to show off because he's kind of a big deal big dick player yeah he suggested to me that um, he also has many leather bound books (laughs) and uh, his apartment smells of rich mahogany I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That was cool, actually, because I was looking at a phone and he said um, the new version of that phone is coming out two weeks after your contract is up. So you, you might want to... Uh, Just hold off. You might want to think about that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Have you seen how much phone contracts are these days? I, I couldn't help but notice there were a lot of, like, forty-eight ninety-nine ones I and stuff. I know, right? What is that all about? <laughs> I had a look, like, a couple of weeks ago, you know, like you do, um, perusing the shops while wives and women look at clothes, and I'm like, well, I might as well go in a phone shop, because that's, like, technology and stuff. I go Sexist in there. like it. Well, yeah. And, um, yeah, there's, like, the Samsung Edge or whatever it is, the one with the curved edges, which is... I yeah, know. I saw that one. Pretty yeah. fucking. I don't know. I like it, but it's pointless. But yeah, that was like fifty pound a month. I was like, you can fucking yeah. No thanks, mate. Do one. 
I think it's it's because we're still from the we're from the generation where the the phone was not like a necessity at all, and yeah. um, we were used to not having it and not carrying it about and stuff. But I think you know people younger than us, it's like as crucial as like a laptop or anything else. So why wouldn't you pay like? A substantial amount on it. I don't know. I, I would never do that. My my contract's never been more than twenty quid, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I never will be. You no. know, I'm happy with uh, yeah, twenty twenty five pounds. At the moment, I'm on sim only contract because I bought my my Nexus outright when they came out like two years ago. Ooh, but, oh yeah, shrewd. but they, they were like two hundred quid for like this ridiculously good smartphone back then, and it's still really good now. Like so, that was a bargain in my eyes. Instead of paying like, what well, if you work it out? What a twenty-four month contract at fifty pound a month. Quick math. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. That yeah, yeah. I think you're spot on with that yeah. particular figure that you've come up with. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd rather pay like ten pound a month for a sim only contract and buy that phone outright. I think I did a. There's a better deal in the in the long run. Yes. But anyway, so. phones can fucking do one. Games. Yeah, it's game o'clock. <laughs> this is, of course, episode 10, Ash, which oh, is no. the 10th uh, anniversary special. The 10th special anniversary. Special for being the 10th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, double figures. The big one zero. We're nearly into there the teens. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're getting old. Yeah, we are. We're going to be old and decrepit before you know it. Indeed. So... What is new? Um, what is new is that I've been busy with loads of gigs and stuff, so I haven't been on the site very much doing stuff, but this week we've had the PS Plus games all come out, Ooh. among other things. So uh, there should be, by the time you're listening to this, a load of new content all about that. Lots of uh, little articles about the PS Plus games, whether they're worth your time and stuff. Some new videos, our Outlast videos up as well, which yep. we've been wor- you've been working on for some time. And, well, um, you say some time, I kind of like did a bit and then forgot about it because like, there was other stuff we were doing. And then because uh, I was ill, we didn't really record anything last week. So I was like, no, oh, I'll go back to the Outlast video and, you know, see what I can do with it. It's come out nice, man. I really like it. Yeah, I I still don't know about it. I like the way we've approached it, but I think it could... Well, it's not as funny as, like, we intended, I think, but still, it's got moments. I think it's one of those things, though, where if you try and be really funny, then you're probably just going to end up being really annoying. Yeah. So, not you specifically. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, my (laughs) highlight was the surprise moment. I mean, I really enjoyed that. Yes, go and watch that. Yeah. Go and watch it. It's um, yeah. We'll probably do some more of it. We'll see what sort of feedback we get. But um, it was quite nice to play it. I've wanted to play that game for ages, but I, I haven't got the balls, and uh, neither did you. But no. as a team, we're fine. Yeah, so, we'll do it. I think we'll carry play on. through it. Quite enjoyed actually playing that. It was a little while ago now, but um, mm. it was good fun. Yeah. So yeah, that's up, and PS Plus stuff's up. Um, PS Plus is going to dominate the what we've been playing section. Oh, we've got a few little bits and bobs in there as well, though. Not from me. Um, <laughs> not from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what's new on the site, and I suppose we should probably move on to what we've been playing. Du brauchst mich um nichts zu fragen. Jeder Wunsch, der mir befehlt, wird mit dir reisen. Do you want to go first? 
Yeah, go on then. So, um, I haven't been playing Wolfenstein um, because that only just arrived today. Uh, I've been waiting for that and I thought I was going to get it um, before the weekend, before the bank holiday weekend. Took its time, didn't it? Yeah, it definitely did take its time. And I think I Where'd paid... Where'd you get that from? Name and shame. Uh, I think it was granyagames.com. Um, 12 99 Absolute bargain. Uh, well, I don't know. Bargain, I haven't it? played it yet, but twelve ninety nine for a, you know, full blown game. I'm happy with that. Also came with a cheeky uh, Doom beta code. Not sure if it's been used or not yet, but still nice to have it in there. So I'm looking forward to playing that. I mean, uh, I've been hankering for a, a new game, and I finally got one. So I'm going to play that very soon. Well, over the next yeah. week, I think. I've heard lots of good stuff about that. It's not it's not the sort of thing that's going to like absolutely blow you away, but apparently really fun. Really yeah. fun shooty bang bang. So yeah. that's cool. And that's why it drew me to it. One, the price. I mean, it was uh, um I was either looking at that or Watch Dogs like I said. And um I think I made the right choice. We shall see. Also, um talking about buying games, I am considering buying Far Cry 4 because it's on sale on the uh, on the PlayStation that Store. deal of the week, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's week? a deal of the week, isn't it? Twenty nine ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine with the gold season, fucking whatever it is. Past, you know, all the, you, know <laughs> you know the normal crap that comes with it. Um, I think that's exactly what it's called, actually. Yeah, I believe so. But the only thing that's putting me off is the fact that the I think it's that all the story missions aren't co op on it. Um, so it locks you out of that, but from I've watched quite a, a few like video reviews of it, and like everyone seems to be saying like that the co-op is like like one of the best co-op experiences. But I I don't know I don't really see it. I think I'm just like craving games um, like big blockbuster games at the moment, and uh, just nothing's filling it. Um, which brings me on to what I have been playing, and that's GTA 5, the biggest Woo! blockbuster game ever. And surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, I, I played it because obviously you were out and about doing whatever, and you were talking about doing the single player last week, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that as well. So I think I'm only about eight missions away from completing the, the single player now. Uh, racked up about Bloody hell. 30 odd hours, not just in that week, um, but probably about like 15 hours last week. And yeah, man, GTA, it's awesome. And that's about it, really. It's so hard to put it down, isn't it? Like, yeah. You, you can't just, you sit in there for about a half hour and, and, and then two, two more hours pass. Like, Definitely. it's the worst game if you are like, oh, I'm just going to play this for a bit before I go to bed. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, like on on the weekend, like I, I put my daughter down for a, a nap. She normally has about two hours, and I was like, right, I'll play GTA for forty five minutes, and then I'll do like an hour's worth of ironing or you know, classic man chores. And uh, yeah, I got to forty five minutes, and I was just like, no, I just you know, I just do another fifteen minutes, and then that went by, and then I was like. It's five more minutes. I did actually stop after about an hour and a half. So, <laughs> yeah, my, my, my length of time actually doubled than what I planned for. But, yeah, GTA, um, I, I had a quick go on Ether 1 as well. Uh, but you can talk mainly about that and I'll uh, 
chip in with my thoughts of the I think I played it for about 45 minutes or so, so far. So, yeah. Yeah, cool, man. I mean, I, I think I only played... I think I played for, like, hour and 40, something like that. Um, but, yeah, I can talk about that. That's cool. Yeah. Anything else your end? Um, no, not really. Clash of Clans again. Standard, mate. But, uh, Textbook. No, no one cares about that, because I don't even care about that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Bad, isn't it? Um, I, I, I bought a, a case for my Vita because uh, it's nearly holiday time. So I need to get all my games installed on there, ready to take away. That's going to be lovely, mate. Sitting around the pool and that. Yeah. Playing Guacamole. <laughs> yeah, playing Guacamole, you know. Even though I've, I've nearly finished it. I, I, I haven't loaded up the PS4 version yet. I don't know if it's got, like, cross-save. I think it has. So... Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I played it for about 10 minutes today. I didn't see that, but I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it does. I think what I'm going to do is load it up on the PS4 and then remote play it on the Vita. Right. I think that's probably the best shout to play that game. But do you think that'd look better? I don't know. I'll give it a go. I'll let you know. <laughs> I was just joking, but I will actually try that now. See if it oh, works. It would be interesting to know if it does yeah, look better. Yeah, that would be funny. Theoretically, it should. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I don't know how because the art style is incredibly basic on that game. But yeah, you never know. It might be a bit more rounded and shadowy, or I don't know. Sounds like an experiment. No, oh, indeed, I'm ready for it. So that's um, that's pretty much my week in games. Uh, it insisted of waiting, mainly. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what about you, buddy? What you been up to? Okay, uh, well, I've had a burn at all of the PS Plus games, the, but the first thing I want to talk about is Project Cars. That's not PS Plus. Uh, I was up at uh, the shopping centre yesterday, as I said before, and I went into game, and I didn't even spot it at first. I was just mooching about up there, um, having a look about, and um, and then I saw on the screen Project Cars demo. And I was like, oh, Project Cars demo. And I'd been um, over at the missus for a couple of days, so I, I thought, oh, maybe they've put a demo up on the store. Uh, but it was just like a weird um, custom UI that Game had. And actually, nice. okay. the, the disc was in the console. I heard it fire up. Nice. <laughs> as, I, uh, as I hit go. And it was the whole game. So what? it was completely dead they up They just there. had the they whole had game out. Yeah, they they had the whole game because you know it's game in it. They they probably got the copies in like a week or two ago, I'd imagine, and so it wasn't a demo at all. It was just it was the full (laughs) retail copy ready for um, release this week or last week if you're listening on Sunday, which you couldn't be listening before. We wouldn't have published it. It's not up, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, so yeah, I uh, as you know, Ash, but the listeners might not. Uh, for my birthday, I got a track day experience at Brands Hatch. Um, and in the middle of June, I'm going to be going to Brands Hatch and I'm going to be driving uh, an aerial atom around Brands Hatch, which I'm massively fucking excited about, yeah, as man. you would be. Uh, and you can do that on Project Cars, so I thought that seems like a good place to start. <laughs> so... Uh, 
So I did that. I, uh, I picked the Atom, the supercharged one. I picked Brands Hatch Indie Circuit, the short one, not the F1 circuit. Yeah. I loaded it up. I was like, right, I've been waiting for this for ages. I hope this is going to be really cool. And uh, set up on the grid. And I was like, well, shit me, the graphics look really nice. I'd heard some rumours that they were a bit bland. Um, looks really, really tasty. And uh, nice and all lovely detail and that. I was like, sweet, let's do this. And then the red lights come on, and it's like three, two, one, and go. And I pull away, and the car slides to the left and spins around, and I <laughs> crash into the barrier. And then someone hits me, and then it's that's it. Uh, I'm disqualified. Nah, no way. Yeah. Nicely done. <laughs> the race was over before I had the chance to steer. Nah, that's cool. Uh, so this is really again? hard. Yes, I did. I did try again. Uh, the same result. Um, and on the third time, I actually successfully got my car off of the line. Um, you, did you try using the handbrake? <laughs> this, this game... Now, I've done a little bit of looking into it, and it turns out that the Atom is one of a few cars on there that have no traction control, no ABS. <laughs> um, and so as a place to start, it wasn't the brightest move for no. me, apparently. But um, honestly, man, unbelievably hard. The hardest racing game I've ever played. From that little chunk that I had in game, I was probably in there 15, 20 minutes. I had like a few goes because there's yeah. no one there. The geezer was more than happy to, to just leave me to it. Um... I think it was my eighth lap that I actually put a clean lap in. Not a quick one by any yeah. standards, but that, that was, was nice. it took me eight attempts to put a single clean lap in round brands. And I mean, uh, a lap round that circuit is, is like, you can do that about a minute. Yeah. It's not a long track at all. It's not that many bends. It is so hard. It's so hard. You can't even floor the trigger down. Like, you just spin out. You just spin out all the time. It's amazingly yeah. difficult. So, what, more simulation than arcade then? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? We, we, when we were at Eurogamer uh, 2013, we played uh, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, yeah. And it, it was set up with all of the assists off in like a, a roll cage style pod with the steering yeah. wheel, the racing seat. And that was really hard, wasn't it? Like that was rock hard. That was really, yeah. I, I think we did. We have the like the lines on as well, where it showed us where to break. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, had, we, had, the, we had the. We made no break fucking lines difference. On. Yeah. This is harder than that. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Has um, it I don't put you what... off or? Um, it hasn't put me off because. I know that I will really like it, but one of the things that I've most been looking forward to from from new racing games is that we will get them, me and you and uh, the rest of our mates will get them, and we will play them on like Friday night game night or whatever, you know, we'll play them, we'll race against each other, it'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, it's so... <laughs> It was so taxing and so high in concentration. I don't think that Project Cars will ever be that game. It will yeah. never be that. 
it's not a party game, you know? Like, because you, you, people are going to be in the fucking bushes or the gravel traps or in the wall yeah, a lot. It's not a game to play, like... It might be fun in that respect, I don't know. But I know, I mean, at the moment, it, with my circumstances, I have I have more time than, than you do to play games. Um, and I think both of us have more time than some of our other mates that are yeah. even busier than us. I cannot see them having enough time to learn to be able to master this thing yeah i think we'll play it we'll play it with them we'll get to a sort of vaguely competent level um it's it's just going to be a struggle and i you know maybe some of the other cars with all the assists on and everything that's not necessarily the case from what i can work out this this is a game this is a hardcore racing game yeah like hardest of hardcore for proper like proper petrol heads you know it's 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 not like like forza people compared it to forza before it came out this forza is like outrun in comparison (laughs) to this thing honestly it's this is this is a proper simulation or or even if it isn't a proper simulation it's just fucking difficult um probably massively rewarding i still want it i know that it, i i would sink hours and hours and hours into it um but yeah it's it's a sim it's a proper sim yeah it's the sort of sim that you has buy it got, a wheel um, for. like car damage and stuff on it as well then or can you because you know like how f1 can be like the cruel mistress that it is sometimes with that, has it got that um every time on? i had a big collision um, I, I never, I never totaled into a wall while I was playing, okay. um, but I always hit other cars, yeah. um, and it was hard to tell really because I was instantly disqualified as soon <laughs> as anyone like, right, okay, like ballooned into me or whatever. Yeah, um, I didn't see much in the way of damage models, but I'd, I, I would guess that there are. Um, the biggest variable was the tires. Yeah. Um, when I at the start of each race, when the tires were cold, it was literally like driving on, on ice, like yeah. sheet ice. It was ridiculous. Um, and then once you get to the sort of second, third lap, then it started feeling like you had some sort of control. But at no point driving that atom round Brands Hatch, the whole time I was in in the shop, at no point was I ever able to fully depress the trigger. Like at no point could I floor it. Because yeah. if you if you floored it, then it, it the, the power would too much torque and you spin out. Yeah. So it's like a sort of passive aggressive driving, you know, where you've just got to feather everything, and you never really feel like you're going that fast because you're constantly like easing the car around everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's hard and probably frustrating, but. Of, it, things have to be frustrating for them to be supremely rewarding when you get it right. No, I really hope they do put like a demo of this up on the store. You know, because a game like that, like a racing game, just to put like you know a track or two tracks on or whatever, like like all the motorbike games that seem to be going up there at the moment. You know, just just put something up so we can play on it and be like, oh, okay, yeah. That's nice because I would like that, but I don't think that they will. I no, think it would be detrimental that. because yeah, I think people most off. people just dip into a demo um, rather than put any sort of. The only demos that I ever play for more than about half an hour are the football ones each year when they come out. Yeah, true. Um, 
if you play this, if you had one race on this thing, um, in with a sort of demo mentality, then you might you be forgiven for thinking, "Fuck that!" Like, yeah, I'm just not willing to invest the time into it. I don't know. It's it's rock hard. We, I, I will get it eventually. Yeah. I, I don't really have the money to get it right now. <laughs> not on a not on a whim, at least. Yeah. But um, I, well, you I'm never know that by I've that point. Um, there might be a demo on the store. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, other than that, um, I've got I've got myself a copy of Thief, which I haven't played yet. I know you've played it before, but I'm going to sink some time into that in the coming week. So I'll probably be talking about that next week. Enjoy. But other than the project cars, yeah, yeah you were you, uh, you kind of mixed, weren't you, to that? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I bought that like um, on release day or a week after release day because it was really quite cheap. I be- um, from what I remember, it wasn't that expensive. That was but, when there were no games. <laughs> yeah, true. That was when there was no games, and we had Battlefield Four for a brief amount of time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I found it. I enjoyed it, but I, it didn't feel sneaky enough for me. Or, oh dear, um, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> no, the thing is, you can do it really sneaky, but um, I don't know. I just found it. Really easy just to kill people on it um, when I didn't want to, but I, it was hard to find a way around doing that and things like that. I don't know, it was a bit finicky, I'd say, in places. Okay. Well, but, I'm looking forward to giving it a go. Yeah, definitely, buddy. I think I've still got like the DLC code somewhere if you want it. <laughs> I'll <laughs> I, let you I, know. I kept it for some reason, don't know why. For, like, we'll know by I next don't. week whether I want that code or not. Yes. <laughs> But other than that, uh, I've been playing the PS Plus games. Cool, buddy. So, the first one that I loaded up was Ether 1. Sorry, which, I thought you uh, were going to rate them, like, you know, 1 to, what is it, 5? What, in terms of which ones I like the most? Yeah, I think you should start. I can I can do that from first impressions if you want. Yeah, go on then. What's the best? Okay. Uh, the best is uh, the Unfinished Swan. Okay. Then Hohokum. Uh Then I think Guacamelee. Uh, and then probably Ether 1 and then Race the Sun. That's the order I'd put them in. I uh, see, like, I would have thought, you, well, obviously I haven't played any of them, well, apart from Guacamelee. Um, but I thought, I would have thought, like, Ether 1 would have been a lot higher up than the others. But Me too. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> no. So I played this, and this I was really looking forward to this. As soon as I, as soon as the um, PS Plus lineup was announced, I was all over this, looking at videos and and reading stuff about it. And it, it sounded really interesting. It's uh, the concept of the game is that you're working in an experimental memory clinic, basically, um, and your clients um, or patients are people suffering from dementia. And your job is to go in, go back into their memories and sort of clean them up by looking back through their, you know, things they've experienced. It's a sort of RPG adventure with lots of notes to find, lovely environments and really interesting concept with um, cool narration and, yeah, I really liked the look of it. And 
and it is all of those things. It is everything that I just said. It's cool story, cool voice acting stuff, uh, lovely environments. It looks nice in the engine and everything. Um, and that's it, though. That's where it ends because <laughs> it feels completely like in no way optimized to run on anything at all. Yeah. Um, you, you get constant frame rate problems. Um, absolutely ridiculous frame rate issues. Uh, I, I played the game for about an hour and 40, I think, uh, and on three separate occasions I managed to break it to the point where I had to quit and reload. I got myself stuck in a corner, got myself... Um, there was a bit where I was stuck in a room and I thought I had to climb up on top of something and once I got up there I couldn't move anymore and I had to like reload it. Um, and it had auto-saved shortly after I got on top of the object so I lost oh. all of my progress in that level and had to load it up again uh, uh, graphical glitches um, shadow issues uh, clipping issues at one point I just walked straight through a building and out into the sea um, <laughs> it's it's it's, hot. it's just not finished it's not finished It's and <laughs> even funnier I, I was actually online when the when all the PS Plus games went live today around lunchtime and um, downloaded this straight away it was the first thing that I downloaded and the copy that I downloaded it was clearly not I don't know if it was wrong or if it was just a, a day one patch but, but that day one patch changed a lot of stuff because uh, I couldn't download the update file it wouldn't it wouldn't download I don't know if they were still uploading it to the store or if there was an error or something but there was there were a number of differences the lighting looked different uh, after I'd finally installed the update the the loading screen was different it felt even clunkier to the point where I thought maybe once the update is downloaded that'll sort the frame rate out a bit but it didn't there, there's sections where it drops down to like 12 frames a second and it, it it's clunky to control it feels horrible in my eyes like it feels shit to me this game but I but I w I'm willing to persevere with it because I really like the story and the environments and after about an hour hour and a half's play I kind of stopped noticing how shite an experience it was gameplay-wise. <laughs> but that's not really a, a sparkling review of it. That's No. I'm willing to tolerate it because I think it's interesting. And yeah. I think they had wonderful ideas there. Um, and it, it could have been fantastic. It just feels half-baked, uh, half-worked. Yeah. A bit broken. Unfinished. Uh, um, I, I agree with you on the, on the um, controls front. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I played for about like 40, 45 minutes earlier, and um, I immediately like turned up like the look sensitivity and everything just so I could move around faster. I, I, I was constantly running everywhere because I don't know, it felt that, uh, at that speed, it just felt slow and sluggish. Super slow. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't. It doesn't need to be that slow. If it's if it's, uh, I know it's not like an action game. Where you got to be running around everywhere. But if it's a game where you're moving around, then surely you want to be, you know, 
It's the lack <laughs> of feedback in, there in as well, place. man. Like it literally feels just like a camera. It feels like you're a camera. There's no like there's a head bobbing option, yeah. and, and that sort of vaguely moves. But they're, they're, one of the very first sections of the game, you you set up to sit in this chair to go into someone's consciousness. You look down. You haven't got a body. There's no body there. Like I I just I felt like. A camera in a tech demo. Yeah, it didn't feel. Sure. It didn't feel like there's any physics. You know, when you jump off things, you can't jump over little barriers and stuff. Nah, it just yeah. feels like I know, I know what you're saying on that. It like, feels I tried like a jumping tech demo. over the, uh, going down the stairs. Tried to jump over the corner. It's like nope, invisible wall. I'm like oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame that these little things. I didn't really have many like glitches or anything like you did. Um, I don't know. It's possible Why? that I was unlucky. Um, yeah, there was a certain mentality there as well. Uh, when when I broke it the first time, yeah, um, I was so annoyed because I I've, I've, I'd sort of I'd not had a good time up until this point. Yeah, and we were about half hour in, and it was clunky, and I'd, the frame rate had dropped down like sub twenty, and then. After it, after I got him to a position where I literally couldn't go anywhere or do anything, and I had to reload, there may have been a part of me that was trying to find yeah, more, more bugs, issue. more yeah, problems, definitely. which I would have happily done for them, by the way, for minimum wage before they yeah. released the game <laughs> onto the store. Definitely, but <laughs> uh, I think I'm looking forward to this game. Like you say, it's got lots of really good ideas and concepts in there. And, and like the whole like idea of the the game where you're going into other people's minds and things like that, that's really cool, you know. It's a little bit different, a bit quirky. I'm all, I'm all up for games like that. And um I'm I think I'll definitely probably um I'll definitely probably yeah. I <laughs> I'll definitely play through it uh, all the way. I think I will. I've yeah. just I've just given it a kick in and I think I will as well. No, hopefully it'll redeem itself. I hope so. That'd be nice, but I, I suspect that it won't. Most people who had 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 the experience that I've had today would p- possibly have deleted it. Certainly wouldn't be playing it again. Yeah, I mean it's a different story if you bought the game, but because it's tied into our subscription fee, then there's no obligation to play it. You know, that's the beauty of, and also the curse of being a PS Plus game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, moving on to the next thing, Unfinished Swan, uh, which has been out for ages, and a lot of people maybe bought it beforehand, but uh, it was added to PS Plus this month. Um, by far my favourite of the five games they've given us. Um, a, a little caveat, I, I actually had Hohokam already. Um, Cheeks. So that, that doesn't feel like PS Plus to me, really. But, um, yeah, Unfinished Swan, awesome game really like this thing it's um yeah you you kind of um you're a boy in a story and you can fire paint at shit to find your way through the levels and that's cool i don't really think i need to say any more about it first person paint shooting game (laughs) um cool story cool music cool puzzles and levels and everything feels like i played this straight after ether one and the difference in the controls and the polish and everything feels um, a lot smoother just ridiculous like you couldn't compare the two things one of them felt like a proper game and the other one felt like an alpha demo (laughs) yeah so yeah i like that i played race the sun that is a 
uh, it's it's like a glorified mobile game. You're a, li- a little flying ship. You got to fly towards the sun, dodging stuff. It's like a sort of infinite runner. Yeah. It, you know, it's it is what it is. It's nice to have. Um, and I did this when Tower of Guns came out. I was like, yeah, it is what it is. It's you know, it's just a glorified like yeah, <laughs> game, little. And then I pl- I sunk like ten hours into that. So we'll see, won't we? But yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice enough. It 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 does what it's supposed to, but it's not exactly spectacular. Mm. Um, Ho Hokum, yeah, I haven't played Ho Hokum today because uh, I've played lots of Ho Hokum before, uh, and I played that. At, at um, Eurogamer 2013 as well. It's a you're a flying snake and it's very colourful. <laughs> That's it looks weird. <laughs> it's cool. It's um, yeah. It's I don't really know what it is, but it's cool. <laughs> it's fun, <laughs> but I kind of have my feel already. So. Yeah. But definitely try it though, man. Like, I'll definitely <laughs> give it a go for free. Well, no, not for free, but yeah. Yeah, near enough. Um, <laughs> and Guacamole, I've only played about 10, 15 minutes of before we came onto the podcast. Um, so I won't talk about that, but I wouldn't have anyway, because you've, you've more than covered that on the podcast already. Um, I will say next week, I really like Guacamole, probably. <laughs> um, and then we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but I think everyone's had their feel there. So Yes, I believe so. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that is it. No, like, shitty old racing games this week. No, no, no. I've been. Sure. I haven't been. I haven't actually played very much this week. Like, all of that PS Plus stuff was today, the day yeah. we're recording. Um, I haven't been online hardly at all, have I, this week? So I haven't oh. played very much at all. I had a little go of Killzone Mercenaries actually on the Vita. Oh uh, yeah, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I quite liked it. It um, it took me a good sort of twenty minutes to get used to it because yeah, you know, tiny sticks, giant thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's definitely difficult to get your head around. Uh, or yeah, just the controls. I ended up turning the sensitivity on that up quite a lot as well. I think from yeah, I, I found myself waiting to aim at stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's. I think if if you if you regularly play on a Vita, then you know you're going to be fairly adept at dealing with that. But to me, the difference in the size of the sticks and everything yeah. on something where you need to be as precise as a shooter, yeah. um, I was really struggling. I'm sure I'd get the, the hang of it eventually. But um, cool game, graphics very nice, aren't they for a handheld? Yeah, for a handheld, very good. Definitely impressed with them. But yeah, it doesn't feel like a handheld game, or it shouldn't be a handheld game. Um, uh, it's not made well. First-person shooters are, yeah, don't really work on them. Let's just say that. I think. Um, I mean, as an example, Ellen does most of her her um, gaming on the Vita. Yeah. And um, it made her. It's made her want Shadowfall. Um, because she really likes it, and oh, cool. it's, she's got a PS4, but she doesn't really get much time to play on it. Um, so yeah, nice, cool. Mm-hmm.
And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. I know it this week. I don't need to check. It's fine. Yeah, we've talked about this already. I, I, I thought that we had to chuck it in. Um, as we said last week, we haven't really covered much of this Konami Kojima, whatever it is, because we don't know what it is. Um, but what we do know for sure now is that the PT demo has now been removed from PSN across all territories. Uh, it went offline from the uh, US store first uh, and disappeared shortly afterwards in EU territories. So even if you uh, if you delete it, normally you know it'll stay in your game library with the little arrow beside it, and uh, you can download it again in the future. And and when you delete it, it still says that you can do that. But uh, when you try to uh, activate that download, it'll come up with an error message. Um, it seems Konami have just literally yeah. burned it out of yeah, existence. Yeah, like, nah, no more. It's gone. No more. <laughs> so, I, I, I think, it, if you look back at the the new-gen platforms uh, uh, since their launch, I, I would suggest that the PT demo it, is the thing that got me, people the most excited yeah. Since the PS4 came out, since the Xbox One came out, the thing the thing that has been the pinnacle, the, the most interesting thing, the most exciting thing, was that demo. It, people were in a frenzy yeah, about that the, thing. Yeah, the buzz about that on the internet was ridiculous. Like You had whole communities trying to finish that game, like constantly just like updating each other with, oh, what's going on now? Right, I'm on this bit. How do we do that? Oh, has anyone done this bit yet? And you know that that hasn't happened on any other game yet. And um, totally brought people together, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. And now that it's gone, like I don't know. What's the... yeah, it's gone, isn't it? Fuck knows, it. mate. Well, I got it, so I'm fine. Yeah, I've got it as well. Um... <laughs> But you can't delete it now. Uh, I know That's Eurogamer fine. did a uh, a thing last week where um, someone on there w- uh, deleted it, and they were they were dared to delete it to see if they could re-download it. And at the time they could, yeah. Um, but now it's literally just gone. It's it been banished from the gone. store with the, today's gone. update. Yes, indeed. Um, I've no idea what's going on there. If you haven't been following this, uh, PT was a demo. Uh, no one really knew what it was at the time. It was really clever, interesting, sort of single corridor uh, horror game. One mm. of the scariest games I've ever played. Um, given away for it. nothing as a demo. Uh, and then shortly afterwards it was revealed that it was uh, a sort of... Playable demo. teaser. Yes, that's right. That's what PT stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Or was it playable trailer? Um, I can't remember. Teaser trailer? Something like that. I think it was teaser yeah. for Silent Hills, which was going to be the new Silent Hill game from yeah. Konami and Kojima. And then there's been this fairly public falling out, public in that it's been a public falling out, but no one knows what's what going on. Is good. Yeah. yeah, so we can't even. Yeah, wouldn't. It want to seems even like um, Konami are just like ripping off the band-aid of Kojima. Um, to me, they're just like trying to disown anything that he's related to, obviously, apart from uh, Metal Gear, because obviously that's got to come out to make some money. Um, but everything else, they're just like, yeah, that's gone. Bye. They seem very so, uh, angry, don't they? Yeah. We don't know what's going on there, but it's a fucking phoenix that has been removed from the store because 
that was it was a really cool boon for the PlayStation. It was a cool demo. It yeah. was exciting, uh, and for it to have all amounted to nothing, and now they've just deleted it and are just sort of pretending like it never happened. Uh, yeah. That is a phoenix, indeed. Boom. Number one this week. Uh, this happened on Thursday last week, which uh, <laughs> last Thursday. So you know we recorded the podcast a day early on the Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. This would have been on last week's podcast uh, if I hadn't been out oh, well. gallivanting. Anyway, uh, Watch Dogs Two appears on Ubisoft employees' CV. Okay. Um... <laughs> What do you think? I don't know. Watch Dogs 1 was pretty shit. I don't know about number yes. two. I mean, the problem with Watch Dogs is it's now bundled with Unity for about £25. I mean, they're two games that aren't very good. And that's why they're... And Unity is not very old. Yeah, Unity is not very old at all. Um, Watch Dogs 2, maybe it's going to be a lot better. I mean, I I should hope so, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't really news, is it? They were going to make Watch Dogs 2. And you would presume that they were working on it right now. Oh, did you you think that maybe they wouldn't? Uh, I I don't know. it's Ubisoft you got, what you got to remember is different. we we thought it was a bit shite because it was a bit yeah. shite, um, but it was also like the biggest selling new IP, <laughs> like it was one of the biggest selling games of last year. Um, so regardless of what we yeah. thought of it, it was actually a success. It was a massive success. So true. Uh, they were. I think they were always. It's, it's Ubisoft. Like they were always going to be making a new one. Um, Maybe it's a little surprising that they're working on it already. I don't know. Um, well, I guess it ties into the like Assassin's Creed crowd and, you know, that type of Call of Duty gamer um, where yeah. they just buy stuff because they think it looks cool. Um, Allegedly in the same universe as well, apparently. Uh, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool could be interesting probably won't be oh yeah well assassin's creed is all like the going back in time not going back in time but through the oh fuck what's the name of the machine asperges <laughs> machine the asperges that's the one yeah 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 the asperges, the asperges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Machine. Um, so yeah one. i guess they could be i don't see why not that'd be that'd be a cool crossover yeah I'm pretty sure they said that. They confirmed that it is in the same universe. They Think didn't say of that they were all the towers that. you could There's fucking climb. There's going to be fucking climb. towers everywhere, mate. There's get the crew involved as well. towers coming out the wazoo. <laughs> yeah, get the crew involved. <laughs> yeah, mate. Have an island off the coast for Far Cry as well. Yeah. Let's just get the whole gang in there. Get Rayman in. 
He's Ubisoft in there. <laughs> Get right. <back. laughs> He's a much more interesting character. Indeed. Than, uh... Yeah, so Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> Brilliant. Can't wait. I'll yeah. buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's better. Number two, uh, Sony have released new figures. This is the third time that Sony have released new figures since the last time Microsoft released any. Um, <laughs> the new Sony figures are that the PS4 has hit 22.3 million sales worldwide. Wow. 14.8 million of those were in last in the last financial year, and over 2 million were in the UK alone, considering what a small little place we are. That's quite impressive. Well we are done. small and little. Yeah. Um, Microsoft still haven't updated their sales. The last time they did so was in November last year. I think the good thing that Sony have managed to do is get like a lot of the gamers on board, because Sony's always been like a casual gamer's machine. <laughs> Um, like obviously the the original PlayStation and the play, PS2, um, like everyone had them. Like anyone that played any type of game had those consoles because they were the ones then. But then obviously the 360 came out, and that was more of a gaming console, I guess. And I guess the original Xbox as well was also a bit more of a gamer's machine because it had yeah. more like components in it that well. Could could be upgraded if you opened it up, kind of thing, which I did. Um, nope. Yep, cheeky. Yeah, I know. Um, but um, yeah, so the the PS4 already had like the not casual market, but the social kind of gamer. You know, the not so hardcore, I guess um, you could call it. And now, obviously, it had that market, and it's grabbed a load of us as well, which are like. Serious gamers, yeah, gamers. So yeah, you can you can see why those numbers have, kind well, where those numbers have really come from, I guess. If you look yeah, at that. it's a mixture of things. Uh, the first one being that misstep, although all all that time ago, all those months ago, when Microsoft came barreling out on stage with all their TV bullshit with their Connect bundle, yeah. um, and then <laughs> just the fact that the PlayStation is at this point, you know. We're we're a year and a half in now, and the PS4 is still running cross-platform games better at higher resolution, sometimes at a higher frame rate. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's as a gaming device at this moment in time, it is better. It's factually, scientifically better. Uh, it's not a matter of opinion because the, every time a new game is launched, it comes out and says it's 1080p on this one, it's 900p on this one, whatever. Um, I don't know how you can <laughs> you can't spin that you know no there's there's no way to spin that and they, they need to find a way of evening the playing field there because I don't think I think it's proven in the past that if one of the um, one of the two platforms is out in front then it tends to be detrimental rather than anything else you want them to be even and pushing each other on all the yeah. time. Uh, that's not really happening at the moment. No. I don't But it's great stuff in terms of sales figures for oh, Sony. Yeah. Hey, mate, the... Um, impressive. People just don't buy consoles anymore. You know, the console... Um, console gaming is dying, mate. There's a... 
you know, there's just people aren't interested anymore. <laughs> it's just going to sort of. Are you being sarcastic <laughs> a little bit? Just as coach. I thought you were being serious at first, and I was like, wait. He's, I get that he's a lot. pulling my leg. Okay, next. Uh, I'm not going to say number three because it's tradition for me to say number one, number two, and then never refer to numbers again. Dead Island 2 delayed until 2016. Um, this, of course, is not being made by Techland. They've they've come out with Dying Light, which has been reasonable success, hasn't it? Yeah, this is Jaeger who made uh, Spec Ops The Line, which I quite liked. Um, not bad game. It, yeah, it's been it's been available for pre-order forever, hasn't it? On the PlayStation Store, Dead Island Two. Yes, it popped on there months ago, um, but no one had heard anything about it for ages. It's not much of a surprise that it's been delayed. I, I've seen some gameplay footage. Uh, I, I can't remember where it was. Uh, it might have been Gamescom last year, or I'm not sure. But um, didn't it didn't look very good? Yeah. So it's possibly best have you followed any of this Dead Island stuff we played the original didn't we it was yeah. like a, a B movie it was shit but fun yeah and that's what it was you know like um, going back to the whole Dead Island syndrome where it sold like hotcakes because it was the only game out after summer um, yeah it was okay not great <laughs> it was fun co-op zombie slashing Hadn't really done that before. I'm trying to think of another game. Obviously, well, Left 4 Dead. Um, but, I mean, like a RPG um, style game. And it was cool, but it, it was there was so many issues with it. And um, uh, we got Riptide. And that played that, like, I think we only played that for like two hours and gave up on it because uh, it wasn't great. It was and the same game, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the second one. Um, there was another was one that came game, out called Escape graphics. Dead Island, but um, I never heard of that. And um, looking at the reviews, I'm glad I didn't because you know, Eurogamer gave it two out of ten. Game Informer gave it two out of ten. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah. IGN, six point eight out of ten. Oi! <laughs> there you go. Polygon two out That's of ten. Journalism. Yeah. Well done. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we definitely didn't play that one. So I'm I'm not fussed by this being delayed at all. Um, if if I wanted to play a zombie game, I'd I'd pick up Dying Light at some point. But I don't want to play a fucking will, actually, zombie game because um, I'm sick of zombies, mate. No. As everyone yeah, already well, knows. There's been a lot of it about. Yes, indeed. So we'll move on, and we will move on to Project Ukulele, which is the spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, there are rumours that there's going to be a Banjo-Kazooie as mm. well. Um, but this is from a team that used to work for Rare, kind of jumped ship um, because they were presumably sick of making shite Connect games. Yeah, uh, actually, that's not fair. They weren't shite Connect games. You couldn't, you can't make a good Connect game. It's true. Um, it's been proven that that's in, an impossibility. Anyway, they uh, they broke ranks. They headed off, started their own um, thing up. Project Ukulele, three uh, D platformer. A cartoony thing um, went on to Kickstarter this week 
asking for 175 grand. Um, and uh, at the time of recording, that project is on 1.4 million pounds. Yeah, they've smashed so, it, really, um, haven't they? Yeah, they they just about snuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just about got there. I went on this. Have you seen um, anything about this? Yeah, I, I actually went on it like before they hit the target, and I was like, you know what, I might buy that. And then I looked at when it was going to be released, and it wasn't going to be till like um, I think it was like August or something next year. I'm like, man, I'll just wait because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was clearly going to get funded, and I was like, I don't want to put my money towards it now. And I think it was like 20 quid or 15 quid for the console version. I think it was 20 quid. Well, it, was, it was £5 more for the console version instead of the PC version. And I was like, meh, I'll just wait. I'm not fussed. But whilst on uh, Kickstarter, I, I did find another game that looked better. I don't think this game looks that great. Um, the, it's funny because you just said it. Um, when I read it, I don't read it as in ukulele I don't know how I read it but not like that but it makes more sense <laughs> the way you read it <laughs> so I'm not going to embarrass got the, myself it's got the dual thing that um, you know Banjo-Kazooie there was two characters yeah why exactly. it was, and it's the same with this there's a euchre and there's a Laylee yeah so, um it looks cool. They, these these boys know what they're doing when it comes to this sort of thing. Yeah, it reminds me of like Spyro Adventure, obviously Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie and all that lot. Um, it looks nice. Gex. It's but I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if I'm past that. I don't know, but I found myself not giving them any money and looking elsewhere. I don't know why. Well, that's fair enough. I did find a game called Space Dust Racers. Right. And um, I don't know why. It's like a Micro Machines game. Uh, it's made by um, a bunch of Aussie chaps um, that used to work for EA, it looks like. They worked on Battlefield 4, um, Need for Speed Rivals and stuff like that. And they broke away... And or was there something that happened in in the EA? Was it Melbourne or something? Did that shut down? I remember something in Australia getting shut down. Was it? Pan- I do not remember. Pandemic or something like that. Anyway, they probably worked somewhere and something happened and they fucked off. But this looks really cool. Um, like a really simple, um, just racer, micro machine style. It looks really funny. Graphics looks like swish and slick. It looks Is it like the sort of top-down isometric type thing? Yeah, kind of thing. Um, it looks really nice, and you can have up to sixteen players. And you're like, what? You can't have wow. sixteen controllers. You don't need to because apparently you can use your smartphone as a controller. Um, okay. There's like um, one of those ID things that you take a photo of, you know, I don't know what they are, the barcode things. And um, it just links QR into the code. game. Yeah, whatever that is. And um, okay. you, you take a picture of that on your phone or whatever, and then boom, you're in. And you got all the controls on your mobile ready to play. And that's... Um, 16 players local and also online. I'm like, you know what? That's not bad. 
Yeah, we do like our, our little sort of indie races. We had that little racer street, didn't we, on the 360? That was yeah, cool. exactly. And like, we're missing something like that at the moment. And um, let me just find out. Uh, I think it is $19. Oh, no, for PC. 25 Australian dollars, which is the same as roughly 20 US dollars, which is about. 15 16 pounds i don't know a bit less than that i think yeah maybe 13 uh, and uh estimated delivery is january 2016 so uh, they they haven't got their fully funded yet they're a long way off um but there's still 22 days to go so i don't know i'm i'm very tempted to chuck them like 15 quid to be honest. I do wonder if maybe we should have a we should add a section on here where we um promote a uh a yeah, Kickstarter. A Kickstarter. Yeah, I each think week. so. That'd be quite nice because there's plenty of projects on there that are worthy of uh, of fundage. Yeah, definitely. It's just another way of people knowing about these awesome games that may or may not be created. And yeah, this one looks yeah. cool. I thought I'd just throw that in there. Totally. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, let's move on then to Rock Band 4, uh, the, the um, first screenshots of Rock Band 4. They're going to have a proper reveal on the 15th of May, yeah. so that uh, won't be in time for our next podcast, but I'm sure we'll be talking about it the week after that. Uh, it looks exactly the same as the old Rock Bands to me, just upscaled, slightly nicer, you know. The the art style's the same, the... Um, the, the fretboard looks the same. The notes look the same. It just looks like Rock Band. Um, completely different to Guitar Hero, where they've you know yeah, changed everything. Completely changed it all. But yeah, that like it is just. It, Are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. It's, it um, looks exactly the same, doesn't it? it there's it, no difference whatsoever. It could be the same game if you just showed me that screenshot and I just had a glance. Yeah, like the star meter and stuff. Yeah. So obviously harmonics, by the looks of that, uh, and the fact that they're not, they haven't got any sort of innovations with their peripherals. They're talking about backwards compatibility. Yeah, and then they got Guitar Hero. Saying, they're going down the road of we need to innovate or th- we need to make it different at least. Uh, I'm not sure innovation's the right word for what looks a bit money grabbing to me. Um, whereas harmonics are like we reckon that everyone got tired of it, but we don't think we need to do anything new we reckon there's been a five-year gap and that will solve the problem yeah um, I d- I of lack of interest and now we bring a new one out and <laughs> they may well be right yeah we shall see i just don't know it'd be interesting um but it'll be, we'll be keeping an eye on that and um yeah be interesting to see the reveal event although i'm expecting it to be rock band so possibly yeah I don't expect to be surprised by anything, but yeah. Next, uh, Sega are not going to have a booth at this year's E3. Did they have one at the previous E3s? I believe so, otherwise this wouldn't be news. <laughs> okay. What, um, what does Sega do any day? What, what do they do at the moment? Mate, they do all sorts. There's new Sonics and all sorts, mate. So Sonic, you say they do Sonic? <laughs> no, they do um, Football Manager and um, 
<laughs> Sonic and Football Manager. They don't need anything else. They've got a Football Manager. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. They're not going to have a booth, uh, but they are. They, their games are still going to be on display at other publishers and stuff. So Sonic and Football Manager. Sonic and Football Manager. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, next. NVIDIA are giving away Arkham Knight and The Witcher 3 to anyone who buys a GTX 970 or 980. That's cool. Yeah, man, definitely. If you're in the uh, scope for a new graphics card, an NVIDIA one, I've heard that these ones, the, um, the 970 and 980, are reasonable to good. I believe. <laughs> I've heard that the 980 is some sort of fucking monster. Yes. Um, uh, which would set you back so. somewhere in the region of 450 quid at yeah, this mate. point. Why not? Fuck it. 970 is £280, yeah. which uh, isn't that expensive for a high-end graphics card. No, it's pretty decent. Um, but, um, I, I look at this differently now, man, because I did, I did that article a few weeks ago on console versus PC, and I priced it up, and I know you can spend. You, you build a new PC right now, and you buy that 970. Yeah, that'll last you five years, and you will end up better off than a console gamer. Yeah, even though you're going to be shelling out like a grand off the bat, you you'll end up better off. But you would have lost like an immense amount of hair, and you know, be so stressed from all the fucking patching and. Searching a forum, driver updates, <laughs> compatibility issues. Yeah, everything <laughs> yeah, just going wrong true. all the time. So yes, if you want to save money but lose hair, go that way. PC gaming. Yeah. Yep. Either way, it's cool that Nvidia are giving two full price brand new games away with their uh, yeah graphics man. cards because those aren't unreasonable prices for high end graphics cards. So it's not like a, it's not a sweetener. It's just class. Yes. Well done. Next up, EA have done their um, financial review release of figures, presumably broadcast from the gates of hell. Nice. And they have confirmed the release windows of various games that we already pretty much knew the release windows of, but we will cover them anyway because that's what we do so the new need for speed game is coming this autumn time for christmas nice yep (laughs) mirror's edge is coming q1 next year uh vaguely remember someone predicting that in a uh predictions for e3 article a few weeks ago on (laughs) justiceforgamers.com possibly buddy could have happened uh fifa madden nhl all out between july and september this year of course they are. We knew that. Yep. Titanfall not out till next year at the earliest, possibly not even till the year after that. Um, which is interesting. Uh, more pertinent to us this time round because it's not console exclusive, the second one, as far as I'm aware. Mm. So Titanfall uh, 2 will be I'm coming sure to PS4. I read somewhere that Titanfall was guaranteed an early 2016 release. I can't remember where. Well... Um, when did you read that? I believe it was today. Oh, okay. Well, that may well usurp my <laughs> my news. Um, either face. way, it's not coming out this year. It's my news now. 
<laughs> he's taken over the news. He's editing the truth. No, oh, no, there you go. Sorry, time for not expected before April 2016. You are correct, buddy. <laughs> Literally the sentence I just said. Cool. No. <laughs> Editing the truth, 2015. <laughs> they also uh, they also said that they expect Battlefront to sell at least nine to ten million before April 2016. Um, I, I think there's a battlefield. Is there a battlefield coming out as well as a Battlefront before the end of the year? I don't know. Surely not. They've only just released, like, Hardline. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. That would be really dumb. Either way, um, they're all about it. I'd imagine Battlefield 5 would be, what, like, uh, Christmas 2016. That would be the next one. Yeah. Either way... You, when you read EA's games in a list, you see the sort of strength of their position in the marketplace. And fair play to them. They've got some cracking franchises and there's lots of exciting games coming out. Nice. I love games. Yeah, you do. Uh, finally, um, have you seen this Tony Hawk's news? Yeah. Um, I'd imagine you are massively sceptical stroke completely fucking uninterested after <laughs> they took what was basically one of your favourite game franchises and slowly just pummeled it to death. Yeah, I mean, going back to what we're talking about game demos, like game demos that we played the most, um, Tony Hawk's 2, oh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, I played the demo of that fucking until the disc wouldn't work, mate. That's how much. It was the Marseille level, I I think uh, the French skate park, and I remember it well. Was that PS2 disc or PS PS1 PS1 with the black one? Mate, that was yeah, the black ones. And um, that's right. Yeah, man, that game was so good. And then they just totally fucked it with like American Wasteland and all the other crap. It was. Um, they ran out of ideas and they fucked it with gimmicks. Yeah, that's the problem. And I love this uh, thing that they're on about. Um, G, uh, not GTA. Uh, Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater Five. Um, how many years is it after? It's like thirteen years after Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four, I think it is, or something like that. It's a long time. Um, uh, and they're coming out and saying like, "Yeah, we're taking it back to the roots." We're going to make it good again. And then after that, they say we're going to involve like rocket missiles and power ups. I'm like, oh, fuck. You ruined it. Why would you They've do literally that? come out and said two completely opposite things. Yeah. And they've, they've said one sentence where they're like, we're taking it back to its roots. We're going to keep it. You know, it's going to be a return to the glory days of Tony Hawk's. Yeah. And then in the following sentence, they've followed it up with the gimmick bullshit Power that was in stuff like and the ability to shoot American projectiles. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Fuck. Why? Yeah. I tell so you presumably what. T- Tony Hawk's can fucking do one. Just give me Skate 4 and I'll be happy. Come on, EA. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Let's fucking do Fair it. I didn't want to end the news on a downer, but unfortunately we are. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm not even going to pretend to be like excited about this. Like, I'd love a new like skateboarding game. I mean, Oli Oli isn't really a skateboarding game, 
but I bought it the first one and then I didn't play the second one well I did for a bit but I couldn't get uh, I, I'd had enough from the first one from for the second one um, but I'd love a, a new skateboarding game or extreme sport game um, fucking is there like a snowboarding game on the on the current gen consoles yet not yet, no. Um, they they did kind of reboot SSX though, didn't they, on the PS3 before the um, before the, the yeah, new gens came out. I guess so, so. Maybe we will get one of those. That'd be nice. Yeah, but I need I need something you know different than like normal games, like you know an, an extreme sport. I think that's what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, good news, but probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and that is the end of the news. So out this week, we've got Inside My Radio on the PC, which is a rhythm action platform adventure developed by Seven Studio and published by Iceberg Interactive. Intriguing. Tell me more. So that's nice. Or not. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it looks like a cool 2D platform game. Okay. Um, it's got a rhythm thing going on. We're, we're both big Sound Shapes fans, but uh, that's PC, not PS4, so you might be able to play it, but I certainly bloody can't on, okay. the, uh, <laughs> on my old technology. Uh, Final Fantasy... Is it 10 stroke 10 dash 2? It's 10 and 8. Okay, Final Fantasy 10 and 8... <laughs> I don't think HD it is remaster a, I don't think it's X minus two. I think it should be though. X minus two. Well, I mean, if X is ten, then X minus two is eight, and you cannot deny that. That's just factual. So, Final Fantasy ten stroke eight. Yep, <laughs> we're going with it. Final Fantasy ten stroke eight HD remaster on the PS4. Um, I, I couldn't give a fuck about that at all, or Final Fantasy. No, technically the way you've written it is Final Fantasy ten over eight. Ten divided by eight. So it's ten eighths, which is one one and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> technically. <laughs> you, you have a spectacular way of completely derailing a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what it's written as. It's Final Fantasy 1 and a quarter, HD remaster. Final Fantasy 1 and a quarter is coming out on PS4 this week. <laughs> um, it's an HD remaster. <laughs> but I don't I don't even care about Final Fantasy at all. I don't believe it. <laughs> no yeah, interest whatsoever. <laughs> no, The Last of Us Left Behind. Um, it's the uh, DLC for The Last of Us that was bundled in with the disc copy that we had. Yes. Um, I. It's it's now coming out standalone, so you can buy that. That's nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I like that. It's cool that they've done that. I like this whole standalone shit. It's nice. You know, it means I haven't got to buy the whole game. 
it is it is preferable, isn't it? To yeah. you know, and it also it's also quite nice for people who are still kind of making a habit of buying physical copies because it means they can still they can trade in shit and still play the DLC when it comes out. That's true. Another bonus. Maybe Indeed. that should be next week's Fonz standalone. That could be a Fonz. I like that. Let's it saves it. me trying to think of another one. There you go. Jackpot. Love it. Next, uh, Project Cars is out on Xbox One, PS4 and PC. Not Wii U. Um, we don't need to talk about that. And the Wii U eventually. No launch date yet. Um, it's not coming out on Wii U. Um, <laughs> and Ultratron is coming out on PS4, PS3 and Vita. And Axiom Verge, which recently came out on PS4, uh, is coming out on PC this week. We've got um, some actual, genuinely big games coming out this week, like Final Fantasy 1 and a quarter and Project <laughs> Cars. Of course, The Witcher 3 <laughs> is next week. That's going to be an interesting one. Yes, I believe so. Um, oh, and Not a Hero as well. Uh, it comes out on PC this week. Cool. I'd forgotten about that. That's a cool 2D game with yeah. a lot of humour in it. I like the look of that a lot. Uh, so that's out this week. Nice. When I hold you near, I can conceive every little Do you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. And now it's time for questions and answers. We've got uh, three questions this week. And the first one is from Simon, and he asks, um, do you think reviews are as important as they used to be? Um, he says he just watches videos on YouTube now and doesn't pay much notice to <laughs> like magazine-style reviews and stuff. Do you, do you still read reviews? Um, nah, not really. I mean, like, actual physical... Magazines and media is pretty oh, much. Oh no no no! Dead I mean, now. like website. Oh, you go okay. on websites yeah. and read reviews or whatever. Um, if it's a game that I'm interested in, then yeah, I'm like, where's when I used to get magazines, I'd pretty much read it cover to cover because that was like the Same. only source of information. Whereas now, there's way too much information to like, so it's quite hard to pick out what stuff I want to read. So it's. More like skimming through um, most stuff and then reading it. But yeah, um, video reviews are great um, just because you get to see shit as well. Uh, obviously, that's can, the answer, really, isn't it? Yeah. Because he says he just go he watches videos, not necessarily of reviews. He'll just he'll look up some reviews and stuff, but he'll he'll mainly be looking at gameplay footage and and kind of gauging things himself. Yeah. Um, really decent in-depth um, game reviews something that um, IGN should certainly be praised for in that they they will regularly accompany their their written review with a video review which is just the person who wrote the written review reading it yeah. but over gameplay footage and footage that's pertinent to what they're talking about 
Um, I really like that, and I still I still read reviews. I still read previews. I I read loads of stuff, probably more than I need to. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't. To be honest, it's difficult because so many people are writing stuff now. So many people have blogs. So many people have opinions. Metacritic kind of compiles everything and yeah. they take into account literally anyone you know you don't even have to be reputable to have an opinion on things anymore and you know people like us we're just a couple of fellas and I'm not suggesting our opinions any less valuable than anyone else's but at the same time we're not traditional games journalists you know with years of experience of reviewing games we've got years of experience of playing them but not of reviewing them um, it's it's more difficult now probably because of just the there's just the number of sources of opinions and we live in a society where everyone wants to give their opinion about everything all the time even if they don't know very much about it and um, you can't beat gameplay footage you can look at it it's showing you exactly what you're going to get at the same time I think there's still a place for reviewers you just have to find the people that you can trust you know yeah, that's the thing. You need to find someone that you you can either relate to or you know you trust their opinion, and then probably stick with them. I mean, it's like having like a, a favorite author or director or whatever, but just a favorite games journalist, maybe JFG yep. Alex. You know that guy's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Um it's, yeah, it's about finding someone who... It's not even a trust thing. It's it's not even a moral thing. It's someone who aligns with your style of play. It's someone who likes the sort of things that you like. Because the best chance of you finding out whether you're going to like something is from someone who likes playing the same sort of stuff as you. So yeah. There's, um, you can't really beat that sort of sense of perspective. No, I don't think so. But yeah, um, so reviews, I still think they're important, um, but it's, they're just not read as much and they're not um, like the holy bible of things because there's so many other means of media out there now. That people That's the strange thing on. really, isn't it? Like the, the reviews themselves are probably considered less important now, but review scores are still considered so important that a lot of publishers will base uh, developer bonuses and stuff on Metacritic scores and yeah. that sort of thing. It's weird, um, that, isn't it? It's pretty backward in that respect. But yeah, man, 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 um, do you remember the Genie, the old cartridge thingy, and are there any good retro consoles that you can get now? Um, do you have any old consoles? Have you got an old SNES in the loft or uh, yeah, I think old I Mega still got, Drive? Or... Like my NES, my SNES, then the N64's knocking about somewhere. Oh shit, man. You so, say, yeah, you've still got a bit of a collection there. Yeah, if I always feel sad when people say like the N64 is like a retro console because I don't think it is. Like the NES <laughs> is a retro console because it's all like 8-bit and that's what retro is. Like 
The N64 was like doing 3D graphics and stuff, you know. That's not retro. That's just like, you know, old and shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I've still got like my old collection. I think I've still got my like original Game Boy knocking about somewhere in Tetris. Nice. Yeah. Well, what does he mean by any good retro consoles? Well, if there's any new ones. Well, like I took it to mean... I, I saw... Um, there's this Retron thing. Um, I've had a little look around... And because you, you can you can buy consoles now with sort of HDMI outputs that um, will play old cartridges from old consoles. Uh, some of them will even let you plug in the original game pads and stuff. That's cool. And you cannot underestimate the difference it makes to have a proper HDMI out on yeah. these things. Like some some of these games look look genuinely gorgeous. You know, some some old sort of SNES Mega Drive games, the the sort of the sixteen bit stuff especially. You, you chuck that through uh, upscaling through a, a 1080p television through an HDMI cable, they can look fantastic. And yeah. um, the one that seems to be the sort of jack of all trades is the um, the Retron Five from Hyperkin. I think this is about 150 quid in this country to buy. So you you probably need to be fairly well into your gaming um, your retro gaming yeah, to, retro. to want one um, but this this will play all manner of different cartridges so if you if you're the sort of person who's got a load of old Master System games a load of old SNES games um, you, you literally will have it's got slots along the top of it for all the different cartridge styles it'll play them all in, in, in a single UI there's even ports on the front where you can plug your old SNES controller in or your Master system or your mega drive controller uh, it runs game boy stuff game boy advance you know all that stuff as well um very cool system and um i, I haven't actually used one but i've i've read quite a fair bit about them because i've got a few cartridges up in the loft as well and um yeah it it does it does exactly what you would expect it to do and apparently it does it very well yeah it looks really weird doesn't it <laughs> it's a strange, yeah. It, it's a strange-looking beast, isn't it? But it, I'd imagine it'd be quite difficult to uh, to make something with that many sort of slots and yeah. ports and stuff on it. It's pretty cool, though. I mean, if I had uh, loads of money and all my old games and stuff, I'd probably pick one. Pick one up, yeah. I mean, if you've got a, if you if you have a. A decent library of cartridges and stuff. It, it's you'd be surprised how expensive a lot of these old cartridges oh, are. Oh god, yeah, they're silly money. There was a period about 10, 15 years ago where you could go to a boot fair and and pick up all these old like Mega Drive games for like fifty p a pop. Um, you'll find now a lot of the time if you want to go and buy like Sonic Two or whatever, it might cost you a tenner to yeah, buy that, which. Exactly. <laughs> for like a sort of 25, 30 year old game it's um, pretty mental yeah definitely but if you've got a big library already then this is kind of perfect for you it's worth looking into anyway yeah uh, Paul finally also asks um, are there any good gaming TV shows now uh, he says he used to watch Games Master so did I did you yeah mate Nightmare is it Nightmare you watched Nightmare. Yeah, that was a that wasn't a gaming game. show. It was, I suppose it was a video game. Yeah, mate. It was a 
quiz show, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. about video games. It wasn't about video games, but it was a video game. Yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> not a very good one. Um, <laughs> um, there's, there's that one that you know of, and I know of, but I don't know the name of it. It's Video Game Nation is currently airing on Challenge. That's it, yeah. Uh, it's Dan Mayer who is the host for that, and he was—he's Mr. Pointyhead, and yeah, we know Xbox. him because, yeah, on 360 they used to all of their video content. Um, they sort of it was hosted, and he was one of the hosts on there. Um, yes, with AC Bongos, was it? I think. Yeah. The bald guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like them. They were good. That was good, informative. They were good. The other guy was uh, Andy Farrant, mm. and he is now at. He used to be at Inside Xbox, uh, which I think got closed down, and they kind of um, stayed together and made Outside Xbox. So now they're an unofficial, yeah, <laughs> sort unofficial of thing. Xbox. Um, yeah. Even though I don't have an Xbox. Uh, anymore, I do actually watch most of their content on YouTube, uh, and that's kind of where I was going to go with this. Yeah, gaming TV shows, YouTube. Gaming TV shows mm. is YouTube. Go on YouTube. Um, Video Gamer, they put out some cracking content on YouTube. Uh, Eurogamer as well, great stuff on there. Um, IGN, I, I really fantastic like. for fucking everything that isn't computer games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Jim Sterling. I watch a lot of his stuff. Um, there, there's a whole host of different people to watch on there. Uh, Outside Xbox, as I said, um, that's a, a really good show. It's always very interesting. That's it PlayStation Access and all that lot, giving you all the updated stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. So YouTube is the new gaming TV shows for now. Yeah, and it's actually much better than any of the old shows were. Uh, you can look at them with sort of rose-tinted spectacles, but yeah. none of those shows were actually very good. No. <laughs> Although Game, Games Master was Games Master cool. was ledge. No question. So I think that'll about do us for yep. this special anniversary, the 10th anniversary edition <laughs> okay. of the, the Justice for Gamers podcast. Um, have you had a nice time, Ash? It's nice to have you back at full fitness. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm glad I've got Wolfenstein to play for next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get me uh, teeth into that, uh, kill some Nazis. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, got all the PS Plus to be getting on with as well. I've got a yeah, thief true. to be getting on with. Yeah, um, might sell a kidney and get Project Cars at some point <laughs> in the next few Possibly. days. Possibly, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed the show, and we hope you'll join us next week. You can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. We are Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, Twitter forward slash Justice for Gamer, or oh, it's at Justice for Gamer, isn't it, on Twitter? Yes. Um, we've got a YouTube channel, search Justice for Gamers, because we're still at the position where uh, it's a selection of random numbers and digits. And, it's because um, we need people to and... subscribe, buddy. We only have eight, you know. They will when they see our Outlast content, buddy. That's the watershed <laughs> moment for us. True. 
so yeah, thanks very much for listening. And uh, until next week, it is goodbye from me and it is goodbye from Ash. Goodbye. See ya. Candy bars. <laughs> You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>